All right, everyone. How are we all doing today? So today's podcast topic isn't really going to be much of anything about sex or anything. And I know this is kind of like a sex podcast, but let's not go into terms with the fact that that's not like this is what it's all about. It just happened to lead that way. So uh, being that my podcast is all about being real and open, I want to talk about something that I feel like everyone could actually relate to, actually. And the topic that I want to talk about today is basically, don't go broke trying to look rich. And here's what I mean by that. It's... we. Everyone likes to put on this facade and this image that they have more money than they do. And nothing wrong with that. I mean, if that's the look that you want to go for, do it. But my problem is when it starts to affect others. And I say that because I was the other person. So let's just go back to 2019 when I started escorting and I started getting into the sex work. And I am someone who gets easily influenced really fucking easily. In my video where I talked about where I got into escorting, it was about how I met this girl named Bianca and how she kind of got me into escorting. And the whole reason of why I got into escorting was because I saw the life that she had. I saw the life that she was living, the things that she owned. It was all luxury. And I was like, oh my God, I want that for myself. And so essentially that's what got me into escorting was seeing all the things that she had. And I was like, oh my God, I want this. So once I started escorting, I told you guys how I didn't make that much money because one, I never hustled like a bitch or anything. I kind of just worked just to fucking make money because I was like, oh my God, the money is coming so easily. I love this. It's so fun. And you know, once I started making money, I was like, okay, this is a few thousands. This is cute. And she was kind of like my new trans mom at the time because I adapted into this new world of escorting. And so she was kind of mentoring me and just showing me the ropes and showing me what to do. And like I said, I'm easily influenced. And so I was kind of just like taking notes, like, okay, I'll do this. I'll do this. I'll do this. Okay, perfect, perfect, perfect. And she would always tell me to look expensive. And was she was kind of just like, girl, you need to look expensive. You need to look this. You need to look like you have money. You need to look expensive. And so I was kind of just always like, all right. And growing up, I never really was someone who was like a big fan of designer. I'm someone who likes something that looks good rather than the name that slapped on it. And so like, I'm going to be honest, all of these designer bags, like they look kind of tacky with their logo, with like their brand just slapped onto it. So I never really was like a big fan of like designer, like products for that reason, because yeah, it's this brand. Yeah, it's that brand. But if you actually take that brand away, the bag looks kind of shitty. And so I never really was a big fan of like designer stuff until I met her because she was kind of just like, girl, you need to look this. You need to look like that. You need to have like this much money. Look like you like basically look the part. Me just being like, okay, like seeing how she works, the life that she was living, all the luxury stuff she owned. And like, I was like, oh my God, like she's right. She's right. She's right. Look at where, like, look at where her life is. Like she has it all together. Like I need to take advice from her. And so I did. And so I would like every, I, I literally became like a baby version of her. It was weird because like I was like a five foot two version of her. Like I was like her stunt double because I looked the part like she wore red bottoms. I wore red bottoms. She wore designer. I wore designer. And like it was kind of just like eventually I became a baby Bianca. And I was just so influenced by everything she was telling me. And like I'm not saying it's a bad thing or like it's like what she was saying was wrong. But it definitely taught me a lesson of where I am today. And that's why I'm talking about this with you guys. 
that led me to always thinking like I had to look a certain way, wear a certain brand and just portray a certain look. And that made me spend a lot of money. And so before we get to that part, though, um, I always had this mentality of fake it till you make it. And honestly, I think that's one of like the most motivating quote to ever live by because it got me to where I am today. And obviously when I first started escorting, I had just moved out of my parents' house. So I wasn't making that much money either. And so she was telling me you need to look expensive. And so I was kind of like, okay, how can I look expensive but not break my fucking wallet? Because I'm not making that much money from escorting. And that's when fake it till you make it came into play. For example, red bottoms. I was always a big fan of red bottoms. The idea of like a red sole, anyone who looks at a red sole knows exactly what brand that is. And that is Christian Louboutin. And so I couldn't afford a pair of like Louboutins. And so I painted the bottom of it. And that is like some broke bitch mentality right there. But you know what? I did it for years and not a single person clocked it. They always like, they always told me like, oh my God, I love you. are so Kate. Oh my God, your pigals look so good. Oh my God, are those a daffodils? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically what I would do is I would look for a shoe that came in the most similar structure as a Christian Louboutin pair of heels. And then I would buy those and paint them red. And I remember just like whenever I would go to like my Asian friend's house and they wanted me to take my shoes off, I would literally hold on to my shoes and just clutch it with me because I couldn't let anyone see the inside that it wasn't like Christian Louboutin. And it was a really interesting like part of my life actually. And so that was one of the times where I would fake it till I make it. I remember just buying like all these new shoes and just like, okay, I can't wear this until a week later because I have to like paint them for like four days, let them dry, coat them, glaze them. And just, it was fun. It was crafty. And like, it got the job done. I looked expensive. Anywhere I went, it was kind of like, oh, she's in red bottoms, baby. Like, I fucking faked it till I made it. And the reason why I'm so proud talking about this now is because I'm not that part I'm not there in my life anymore to where I'm doing that. And if you're someone out there and you're doing that, that's perfectly fine. Because baby girl, you will one day be where you want to be. But that's besides the point. So I would fake it till I make it all the time. I would paint all my fucking shoes. And I would, that was like, in a way that was so much fun for me because it was kind of crafty. I was going into my crafty side that I hadn't gone into in like so long. And I was like, this is actually like really, really fun. I miss doing this. So that was one of the occasions where I faked it till I made it. Another part, another thing that I did would be like bracelets. And so, for example, I have this um, Hermes. Um, I, I don't know what it's called, but it's an Hermes bracelet. You can literally go on Amazon, look up H bracelet and they come up and like that's a fucking dupe right there. And so I would buy a fuck ton of that and I would wear them. And I'm, it would be so embarrassing because they were made so cheap and poor quality that I'd be at the bar and they would literally fall off. And it's like, why did you're like 800,000. Like, why did your $800 bracelet just fall off your fucking arm? It doesn't make any sense. And it's be like, ah, the screws are loosening, but that's not your business. But yeah, I mean, it just goes to show like I, it, it was an interesting part of my life. And do I regret doing any of it? Of course not. But I mean, it's great because now I have a real one on my arm and like, I can feel the quality and it's kind of like, oh my God, this feels so much nicer. Um, and I got this little bracelet with Trisha James and like, it was such an exciting moment, but we'll talk about that later. So yeah, I would always just buy like a bunch of like fake shit or like hand make all, all my fake stuff and to make them look authentic, to make them look real, because that was a look I thought I had to portray of like looking like a rich bitch to attract the wealthy men because I was an escort. It was all about money. Like everything I do was about money. And so... 
after I started like faking all my stuff, it was like bags. And now I never really was someone who like bought fake bags. I think I own like one fake bag, maybe even two, because again, I was never really one that was like all about bags because personally, I'm not a bag kind of girl. I like having my hands like free. And so I like crossbody bags. And a lot of the times the cheap crossbody bags you buy at those little boutiques, they do more for me than a fucking Louis Vuitton bag would. It was fun to flex, but at the end of the day, they weren't my, they weren't suited for me because I liked having a free hand and I didn't like always having a bag on my shoulder or having a bag on my arm. Like that was just so inconvenient, but I did it anyways because rich bitches do that. Rich bitches had the highest Chanel bag on their arm. And like, that's what the look was. And that's the look that she wanted me to have. And so I would always portray that look. Once I kind of just like, started making money on my own and making so much more money when I stopped escorting. So for example, when I, when I moved into my apartment in January, 2020, I stopped escorting. I put that behind me and I switched over to OnlyFans. And by doing that, I made a lot of fucking money. Like I made some real fuck more money than I would have made ever escorting, which is so amazing to me. Once I started making real money, I saw that I was actually able to afford these things that I used to fake have. And that was such an enlightening moment for me because in that very moment, I kind of told myself, like, I mean, I faked it all these years and no one really knew. Like, should I, do I really need to swap out the fake for the real and drop this much more money? And I was like, no, I'll just keep faking it until I got, I get bored or something. But then I started making even more money and I was like, okay, now that I have this much money, a $600 doesn't seem that bad to drop on a pair of shoes. And so that's when I started buying authentic stuff. And keep in mind, I never, again, I never really liked to have the shit that I bought, but I mainly bought it for me only because I remember kind of just like painting these shoes, buying replicas and just buying all these um, things that looked similar. And I, I, I did that for me to show myself like, oh my God, Elena, like you have worked so hard. You've come so far in your life, like selling your ass, baby girl, like that got you here. And now you're like on there on the internet, fucking naked, like you deserve a pair of like Louboutins. And I was like, you know what? Like, you're right. Like, why am I going to keep faking these things? Like I faked it when I didn't have money. And now that I have money, like I deserve to treat myself out. And so I bought my first pair of Louboutins and the addiction started. Once I saw how much like 600 didn't really hurt my bank, I was like, you know what? Maybe I want another pair. And I started making this thing where like I would buy a new authentic pair once a month. And that's what I did. And same with bags too. I never really was a big fan of bags. And now that I could afford it, it it felt nice to just be able to go to like a store, buy a bag and leave with it rather than having to buy like a replica from like a Chinese vendor or something. I don't know. And so it felt so nice to just be able to go to like a Louis Vuitton store, look at a bag, like it, and then buy it and have it with you right then and there. And that was one of the most like biggest moments in my life was being able to afford that and being able to like look at that and point and want it and like know that I, it's my money. It's no one's else money. It's not a sugar daddy's money. It's not dirty money. It's not, it's my money that I worked for. And it was nice. It actually was really nice. And, and so once I started to buy these real stuff, I would be so happy. I would talk about it like, oh my God, Bianca, look at my new bag. Look at my this. And she wasn't really happy about that, which I didn't understand why. 
And she would tell me, she'd be like, girl, don't be fucking stupid. Save your money. Like, don't buy these real bags. Buy fake bags. Like, girl, I I own like this fake. I own like this bag. It's fake. I, I own this. I own that. I know someone who can sell these fake bags. Like, here, I'll give you my person. And in that very moment, when she was telling me these things, I kind of was like, wait, what? Like, I'm confused. It was very interesting because... I remember she was someone who kind of just always told me, like, you need to look expensive. You need to serve a look, have like, wear this, wear that. And I did. And then once I was able to actually afford it, I thought she would be happy. And like, I was kind of just like, look, 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 because in a way she was like my trans mom. And so I wanted to make her proud and just be like, look at what we're looking where I am now. But instead she kind of like, she reacted that way and it made me feel a little weird because I was kind of like, I thought you would be happy. Like I made it now. Like I made it. Like I worked hard and like, look where I am. And that's when I realized, oh my God, all of her stuff was fake. She didn't own a single real thing. And it was really interesting. It was an eye opener for me because I was kind of just, I remembered how brainwashed I was and just seeing her life and being so convinced that, oh my God, like she has it all together. Like oh my God, this is insane. Like, this is who I want to be. And then when I finally became that person, I found out the person that I looked up to wasn't even that person that I thought she was. And it was really interesting. It really was. And I think that was one of the most biggest eye openers for me. And like, I told her, I was like, I know, I I know I can buy fake stuff, but like, I I work hard. I have the money to afford it now. And I want to buy these real things now. And she was just kind of like, girl, no, that's fucking stupid. Girl, that's dumb. That's dumb. Like, save your fucking money. Buy a house. Buy a house. Save your money. Save your money. Don't be dumb, girl. Like, don't buy these real products. Just buy, like, the fake ones. Like, uh, don't don't spend all this money on a pair of bag or, or like, a shoe or something. And so I was kind of just like, oh, my fuck. Like, and that's when it kindly just, like, all came together. Like, this bitch has a lot of fucking fake shit. And the reason why I'm making this episode is because I want to put it out there that what you see on social media isn't really, you know, like a lot of the times is real. And I feel like being on social media, people have a way they want to portray themselves as, and I get it. 100%. I get it. It's like in a little escape, you know, you go on, you put on a little facade and I do that all the time. Like I remember at one point during this little like rich bitch, broke bitch era of mine, like I'd be posting stuff that would like flash my products and like all this stuff, but it was like all fucking fake. And people didn't know that. And like, at the end of the day, it's kind of like, I had like no money in my account, but I portrayed that out there. And I guess that was kind of like a little manifestation. I would say like, you guys, I remember I would carry empty Louis Vuitton bags around like the mall and just snap as if I just bought something like that's the extent that I would go just to serve a look online because I needed to portray that a wealthy look and honestly it was it was annoying it was annoying having to constantly keep up it was annoying having to constantly put that out there but like it was no one's fault but mine I chose to do that because I was just so convinced that this is the image that I needed to portray this is the image that I needed to put out there And so the reason why I'm talking about this now is because I know so many girls who work so hard to make so much money and they spend every last bit of it on designer products because they feel like that's what they need to have to fit in. They feel like that's what they need to have to like be the girl or be a part of like the girl. And I want to remind you guys that like that, like coming from me, I once had that mentality 
It's not. It's not that fun because I remember at one point I was just buying all these expensive stuff and I started to stop and think about it. And I was kind of like, do I really need to own a pair of $800 shoes when I could have literally spent that much money and buy like 20 pairs of shoes on like Fashion Nova or like a random boutique down the street? And like at the end of the day, they're just shoes and half of like these designer stuff, like a lot of times they're really inconvenient. Like the heels hurt, the bags were built all, all weird. And like a lot of the times, because they were so expensive, I almost didn't want to wear them out for the fear that I would damage them. And so I would wear the fake shit out. I would have like, you guys, I, I own a lot of real shit now, but I would still wear the fake stuff out because they're more comfortable at the end of the day. And so I want to just put this out there because my podcast, yeah, I'm all about being real and open and that comes to sex, but it also comes to lifestyle too. And I'm a public figure. A lot of younger trans girls look up to me and I don't want to portray this image that I have it all together, that I'm this, I'm that, because at the end of the day, I'm not. And I'll be the first to admit it. And social media is extremely deceiving, you guys. Like, so deceiving. Even when it comes to face tuning and Photoshop, yeah, I'll be the first to admit it. I face tune the fuck out of my face. Like, I'll sometimes make my nose a little smaller. I'll make my lips a little bigger. And that's because I, I, that's like, I want to, I want to look better in photos. But like, at the end of the day, it's kind of just like, that's not real. I'll make my waist a little smaller, my hips a little bigger, but like, that's not real. And it took me a while to realize that because now when I go on social media, I see all these girls with rocking bodies. I'm kind of just like, don't look at that you know, because that's not real. And it's so easy to look at those things and like be drawn into it and get carried away and think that you need to look a certain way because in reality, you don't. You really don't, babes. Like even now in this point in my life, I have six figures in my bank account. And what do I wear? I will literally wear like a $20 bag from Fashion Nova and pair it with like an $8 hoodie, you know? Like now in my point in life, like I have the money to literally buy these expensive things. And I really don't want to. I really don't want to. And it's funny because three years ago, I would have spent every last dime trying to like buy all the latest designer. But now it's like, now that I actually have money, it's like, I don't really care for all that. And like, I'm much more comfortable in a hoodie, leggings, and a pair of Nikes. And like, that's all right. So I just want you guys to know, like, all those people who are online flexing their wealth, like showing off their money, a lot of the times they probably don't have any money. And like, we hear that saying all the fucking time, but I cannot express how true it really is. Because when you're lacking something in your life, you make up for it by showing it out there like the complete opposite. For example, I can be the saddest person, but I'm not going to portray that out there. I'm going to portray the happiest person because I don't want people to know my struggles. I can be fucking broke, but I'm going to put that out there, you know, like, I'm going to put this image that I'm wealthy so they so that they look at it and think, oh, she can't be broke. Like, look at how much money she has. Like, look at how much wealth she's flexing. Like, but at the end of the day, those who flex the most the most money most likely don't even have any. And so I feel like this is really important because so many people and so many girls are doing what I was doing. And I see that happening. And it's just kind of like, babe, stop. Like you don't really need all this. Like if you guys genuinely like the design and you guys like the style, then yeah, get it. But it's more of like a want and need thing. And like, do I want the highest end designer? Probably not because the design's probably fucking ugly. Do I need it? Most likely not. You know, like at the end of the day, if it holds my phone, my wallet and my keys, I'm, I'm fine with it. 
And this is really important to me because once I stopped caring about how people see me and the look that I'm kind of portraying out there, I never realized how much happier I am. And like now, before my main focus was like looking expensive, you know, like the red bottoms, the bags, the this, the that, that was all that I care about. And now that I kind of put that aside, it's like, I'm so much more happy right now. Now I'm focusing on my podcast. I'm focusing on my career, my merch, my websites. I'm focusing on other things that are important that's bringing me in money and I'm not blowing it on things that I don't need. I want to send a message to a lot of young girls who are finally making money, whether it's escorting OnlyFans. Please save your money. Like, please save your money. I know it can. you can get carried away, you know, like once you make money and it's kind of just like, oh my God, like, I can buy this. It's like, stop and really, before you buy something, think about it. Is, it's a, do you, is it a want and a need situation? That's what I always do. Like, kind of before I buy something, I always ask myself, do I want it? Yes. But do I need it? No. Will I live without it? Yeah. And I find myself being so much more happier that way. And the second that you guys start living for yourself and not to please others, you will also find you're happier that way too. And I just think that's so important. I think that is one of the most important life lessons I can give anyone is just do it for yourself, you know? And this episode is really random, but this was an episode that I've been wanting to make for a while. I've just been figuring out how and when I would put that into my podcast only because I don't want anyone else to make the same mistakes that I did and kind of just like, because I will admit at one point I blew so much fucking money on authentic designer stuff. And now I don't even touch them. They're literally in my closet (laughs) collecting dust, you know? With that being said, you guys, as Elena Genevieve, I am as your spokesperson, as your little, you know, public figure, learn from my mistakes and really think twice when you make a purchase and really save your money because that is that money can go towards something so important in the future. For example, that could be like a car payment or a mortgage or like a lease or an apartment or just something. And there's just so much more to life than materialistic things. And it took me so long to finally realize that. But once I did, it made me so happy. And I want to share this story with you guys because who knows? Out of the thousands of people that are watching me, I'm sure there's one girl who feels like she needs to fit in. And I want to, I want to be the person to tell her, like, you don't have to, like, it's okay to be different. And it's okay to not have the same bags and the same brands that all your friends have, because at the end of the day, they're probably wasting all their money trying to keep up and you shouldn't have to, you know? And I feel that's so important to younger girls watching me and listening. And I just wanted to put that out there. I'm sorry for this episode not being funny or not being anything in like a sexual topic. But for once, I just wanted to sit down and just get real with you guys and let you guys know that, yeah, I I did all that, you know, and like, I'm happy to talk about it now because that's not who I am anymore. You know, a few years when I would have been so ashamed to talk about it, been like, oh my God, I can't let them know. But now that I've worked to where I am today, to where I can actually do the things and have the things that I once faked, I'm looking at it as like, oh my God, like this could be someone's life lesson. This could be someone's eye opening to be like, you know, I don't, I don't need this. Like I don't need to do all this. And that's what I've always wanted more than anything. I've always, always, always wanted to share my experience with you guys and you guys to learn from my mistakes. And I wouldn't necessarily call it a mistake, but I mean, there are some situations where I have gotten myself into where I'm kind of just like, listen, you guys, I went through this so you didn't have to. 
I've always been real about everything that I've done, whether it's escorting, my surgery, my illegal injections, everything that I've done, I've always been real about it because when I made myself a public figure, that was a role that I decided to take on. And I have younger girls watching me and a lot of them look up to me and it wouldn't be right to deceive them of the way that I'm portraying myself as. So you guys can have a different opinion on me of the situation. You guys can look at me and be like, oh my gosh, she owned fake things. What if all her stuff are still fake? And that, you know what? That's, I think that that's okay because I know what's real in my closet and what's not. And I know how much money I'm saving in my bank account. I know how much money I'm spending. And I think Dan's kind of like, that's your opinion. If that's what you really think, that's perfectly fine. But I just wish there was someone when I was younger to tell me the things that I know today because that would have saved me so much money when I was younger. But you guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Elena Ron Bareback. Um, give me a review and a rating on Apple Podcasts. I read all the reviews. You guys are so sweet. And it means a lot to me because it gets my ratings and it gets my podcast up the charts. And to me, that's all I've ever wanted. Again, I appreciate your love and support so much. And until my next episode, you guys, bye everyone.